I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming to you live from the Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you to Rock and Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Who's ready for the divisional round this weekend? PharrellOnTheBench.com sure is. Two games Saturday, two more on Sunday. You can't beat it. PharrellOnTheBench.com is all over it. Every day you get the football through Miami in the big game. Pro and college rack, hockey, boxing, MMA. You get it all. An amazing price. The best price in the business. Killer results. They speak for themselves. You hear fans all the time. Pharrell, all you do is make me fat stacks. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. Sign up today. Hide the money. From your wife. There you go. 855-2124-CBS. A couple of things. Uh, the podcast of this very show comes out after this very show. And uh, the next day, tomorrow morning as well. Anywhere podcasts are available. And on Twitter at OnTheBenchCBS. And on Facebook.com slash Bench. So people dig the podcast. Two hours, 15 minutes-ish. And um, there's no commercials which is awesome. I think you'll dig it. The podcast is very popular. Also, if you get preempted, you know, like if I'm not on and you're like, why isn't Pharrell on tonight? Because there's some play-by-play on sports of any sport. There's always play-by-play and games pushing me off the air. That's the way the business works. So uh, who needs that nonsense? You can always listen to the show. All four hours of the show are on every night on the CBS Sports app for free. All you do is scroll down all the options. You'll see it at the bottom. You'll see headsets, and it'll say Pharrell on a bench at 10 o'clock east. And then uh, we're also on uh, radio.com. It works there every night, Gandhi, free. And then we're on Ask Alexa, just play CBS Sports Radio. That works. And then we're also on the SiriusXM app, channel 206. And uh, you get all four hours every night, no preemptions ever. So I don't want to hear the excuse that you can't hear the show. The podcast works every night, every morning, and all four avenues I just told you to drive down to get the show, and three of those four are free. The satellite one you got to pay for, but it is what it is. So there you go. They all work. Oh, by the way, I use the uh, satellite app when I uh, with everything. I work out with it. I have everything because I used to be on there, so I know how kick-ass it is. So I, I actually get it, and I just don't even care about the money. It is what it is. I still think it's a rip-off, but I uh, I use it because I think it's, it's just so much better than uh, what we have to offer in terms of music and sports and play-by-play and everything else. It just kicks ass and takes names. So I'm on there every night. You can get it there as well. So there you go. I think that sums it up. Uh, One of the things I wanted to tell you is uh, February 20th allegedly will be in Vegas, uh, the 20th and 21st doing shows. The 22nd is the Wilder Fury 2 fight at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. 
So look for us to be in Vegas on February 20th through the 22nd. And I'll tell you right now, I ain't leaving early during that fight. Uh-uh. All right? There ain't no there ain't no running to catch no flight at an airport for that one. No. I made that mistake with that Spence Porter fight, and it was a great fight that I ended up missing at the stables. Right. I ain't going nowhere for that Wilder Fury fight. You leave Sunday morning early. Yeah, first flight out Sunday morning. That's 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. flight. You'll be home by 3 in your house. Right. But, um, no, that, I'm pumped to, to see that fight because I think that's going to be a really good fight. Yeah, so I leave on that 6 a.m. flight, and you get home like around 3 o'clock. Yeah, that's you're, what it you're, usually you're is. golden. So you lose three hours, but you get home just in time. You're there in the afternoon, and then like su- Sunday night, it hits you like a ton of bricks. Like at around six, seven o'clock at night, you f- you just are losing it. You're starting to freak out with the time change, or the next day you get hit with it. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Mike in Chicago, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey Scott, man, what's going on, man? Hey dude, how you doing, Mike? Hey man, who is Scott Turner, man? I mean, uh, this th- is absolutely a joke, man. This is crazy, man. I mean, talk about getting a job because who your daddy is, man. I mean, this 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 dude, he played. Look at his, his playing career was he played at UNLV and never started a game and completed five passes in two years. Then he then he coached every coaching job he got was because of his father, and now he's the offensive coordinator of the Washington Redskins, like it was nobody else out there besides this dude. I mean, Scott. I mean, I, I just. I mean, this is a joke, man. I mean, the NFL is a joke as far as who is Joe Judge, huh? I mean, who who is Joe Judge? I mean, this is this is this is crazy, man. I mean, I, I I don't get it, man. I mean, you got other you got ex players that have won Super Bowls that are that are Hall of Famers that want to be coaches. And we get in this garbage. We get in people. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, Mike, about the like the Giants hire and everything. It, the thing that I'm noticing is is that all these national talk show hosts and um, you know radio hosts, me, whoever, all these guys, writers like Paul Schwartz tonight. Now he knows uh, a little bit more about it because he you know he knows the inside story on how they ended up getting the guy. But the reality is this, that everyone, you know, fans that are talking about him, hosts, radio, TV, everyone's talking about him like they know him uh, or that he's a good hire or this or that. It's laughable. There's no one on the face of the earth that had ever heard of him until 4 o'clock today. Like, or what, what time was it? Noon? By noon. Around noon, yeah. Around noon, every, it broke. And now all these guys, everyone, national television guys, the NFL reporter guys like Schefter, all the rest of them are talking about it like it's some genius move because he worked for Saban and Belichick. So I, I'll give you that. I said that, I, you know, the guy learned from those guys without a doubt because he's very smart, allegedly. He's got like he's close to a Ph.D. and all this other stuff, Schwartz told me. So the fact is the guy must be bright. So he's got to have learned something coaching under those guys. There's no doubt the tutelage has to rub off on him. But I'll say this, that all these people acting like they know who Joe Judge is, they're all a bunch of phonies and liars. No one, including anyone at this network or anyone at the fan or anywhere else here in New York, they're all liars. Not one person knows who that guy is from Adam. And they've never talked about him a day in their life. Not one second has anyone ever talked about Joe Judge before today at noon. And then suddenly by 1230, everyone's an expert about him. It's laughable. This business is filled with losers and phonies. At least I came on and said, I've never heard of him. 
I have no idea who he is. The minute I heard he got hired, I said, is this a joke? I was like, WTF, is this a joke? Who? Carver High still having problems with it. Look. Who? He can't even get through the, the segment. But uh, the fact that they're talking about him now on television, like people know about him, or that he coached special teams and wide receivers, like they knew that, is a liar. No one's ever heard of him, ever. His own wife doesn't know who he is. Anyway, Mike, I see your point. Great stuff in Chicago. I, I really, I have to turn this show off on the TV. I have this show on where they talk to all these sports writers and they go around in a circle and try to rack up points on who, who knows more. I want to punch every one of these people in the face. The show makes me want to puke. Jack in Pittsburgh on the fan. What's up, Scott? How you doing, man? Hey, dude. What's up? How you doing, Mafia? Mafia, Mafia and Carver. How you guys doing? Good. Everybody's good. It looks doing like. Doing good. Awesome. Can I get, uh, can I get Ethan and Iron? Ember and Iron trying to beer. Ember and Iron trying to beer. Ember and Iron trying to beer. Puke. There you yeah, go. For real though, it's um because I'm watching that Penguin game. It's it's really fun watching this team. Like the roster for me to realize who all these people. Listen, I, I live in Dormont. I know you're from Mount Lebanon. Right. But I feel like some of these kids can be like playing in the Brookline Rec Center. <laughs> now they're starting for now they're starting for the Penguins. Well, hey, look, they're a good team. Uh, they're not bad, uh, but the strangest things happen. You never know. Like they could be the best team all year and then get swept in the playoffs. You just don't know what any of these teams are going to do. The Penguins, the Capitals, the Islanders, the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay kicked everyone's ass all last year, and then they got knocked out in the playoffs. They're red hot right now. They're scoring. Toronto's red hot. But I don't care about being red hot in the first week of January. It means nothing to me. To me, the season just started like seven days ago. No, but there's one thing that Jack says that that's so true. And he's like, I'm having so much fun right now watching this team because the team's winning with a bunch of guys that you when Crosby went down and this guy went down, Gensel goes down. You're thinking, well, this season's going to suck. I mean, we're, we're not going to be good this year. And they're doing well. And they're that's why than ever. that's why you're having fun. Because when it's unexpected, it's fun. Just like last year with the Islanders for me. Nobody thought they were going to be good. And it was fun because you were getting this great unexpected year. And even though the Penguins win every year and they're always in the mix, when a bunch of guys go down and you think it's not going to happen for you this year, and then all of a sudden you're 13-3-1 since December 1st, and all these kids that are on the team are winning, it enhances it. It makes it more fun because you didn't expect it. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Like, I really enjoyed watching that game tonight. I only picked it up in the early in the second period, but I watched the rest of it, and it was a crazy game. And, uh, you know, as you know, uh, Jack, I love the Penguins more than my family. It's very important to say that at this hour and not earlier when my family could have heard me. They don't like hearing that I love hockey more than them. Sometimes you just have to admit things in life. John in Maryland, you're on the bench. Hey, what's up, Pharrell? Hey, bro. Not too much. Could I uh, could I get a shot of Remy? Can we get him a little Remy, a little Remy Martin jacket? I got you. Hey, hey I appreciate that, man. That that he definitely hit the spot. Um, 
I want to say um, a couple days ago, I was hearing you saying that you think uh, Chuck Noll is underrated, like all time, um, as far as like NFL coaches. I do. I agree completely. Uh, my, a lot of my family lives up in Pittsburgh, and they really like Chuck Noll. And uh, another guy that I think is underrated is Joe Gibbs. Um, I'm a, I'm a Redskins fan, and I was a little kid when we last won the Super Bowl. But huh? Oh, no, I think uh, – I actually think Joe Gibbs gets way more respect than uh, Chuck Knoll does. Joe Gibbs, everyone everyone talks about Joe Gibbs like he's God and that when he when they brought him back to the Redskins, they, tr- they treated him like he was God. And then it, even in NASCAR, the guy's uh, got a reputation that's just uh, sparkling. I'll say this. I think he gets way more respect than uh, Chuck Knoll uh, does. Chuck Knoll, of course, died, but uh, Chuck, uh, in my view, uh, I mean – my God, uh, the guy went to four Super Bowls. He won all four of them. I mean, when when he took over the Steelers, they were the they were ass. They were the worst team in the NFL, bar none. And then he built them into a, a, a just a absolute power and a dynasty. Four Super Bowls in six years, and he gets no recognition whatsoever. No one ever talks about him at all. The only people that ever talk about him is NFL Network. The NFL films, they'll show uh, old footage of Chuck Noll. That's it. There's no modern television host or radio host anywhere that talks about Chuck Noll unless they're in Pittsburgh. That's it. Right, right. No, I understand what you're saying. And uh, I don't know, maybe it was just a, a local perspective, I guess. But um, the other thing I wanted to say was, uh, man, I know Maryland has had their struggles at basketball. I mean, and they have issues with turnovers and stuff like that. But, hey, I loved the win against Indiana the other day. Right. I loved the win tonight. And I know we lost to Penn State and Seton Hall, but if, if they correct the small things, do you think Maryland could potentially make a run at the Final Four maybe? Well, I don't know about that, but I know that, uh, you know, I bet against them with Indiana and, and Ohio State. I got burned both times. So uh, they're they're winning. They're tough. I think, you know, both of those games were in College Park. So, uh, it's uh, it's a lot easier winning games on your home floor than it is on the road in the Big Ten. So you know they lost to Penn State. Seton Hall beat them. Seton Hall's a, a, a tough team, uh, and when Powell plays, they're they're even tougher. But you know it's hard to win on the road in the Big Ten. So uh, let's see them on the road kick some ass and take some names. And then in the NCAA tournament, you play in neutral sites all the time. You're not playing on your home floor. So uh, we'll see how they do in you know in in hostile environments i mean i don't consider playing at home in front of a packed house of maryland turp fans a hard experience for them they get all the calls home cooking the whole deal 855-212-4cbs to get on the bench you're listening to pharrell on the bench all right 855-212-4227 to get on the bench the vikings are going to be challenged by nick bosa in this game uh, this weekend. How much, uh, Carver, how do you think Bosa will get in there and cause problems for Cousins? I think, you know, at his age, with his uh, game the way it is right now, that guy's going to be a monster. He's going to be all over the field. He's fast, too. I'm starting to think more and more that the Vikings are in big trouble on Saturday. You're feeling like they might be in uh, for a, a beast. I, I think that team, believe it or not, I said to someone tonight off air that I think that they could actually – not only go to the Super Bowl, but win it. I think that the Vikings and Cousins uh, might have had their moment on Sunday against the Saints. The, the, the Vikings? That they had their moment on Sunday. And who else? 
I'm saying that against the Saints, the Vikings and Cousins. Oh, oh, oh all right, Vikings they, and Cousins. They had their moment on Sunday in New Orleans. And now everybody's on them because right. they saw them win, so they're all betting on them. Right, and this is a spot where— Will um, you keel over if they win at Santa Clara? Back-to-back weeks at New Orleans and at Santa Clara, yes, I would, I would probably do that. But I think that there's a good chance that they might get whacked on Saturday. Uh— the Honey Badger, they don't call him that anymore, do they? The Tyron Matthew, is that his name? Uh, the glue of the revamped uh, Chiefs defense. How good do you think he's been, Matthew, after they acquired him in free agency in the offseason? He's been excellent. They needed players like him on that day. You think they're D's for real, that they can stop Houston? I think that their defense can be scored on. And Watson can do it. Do you think that uh, Mahomes can get him to the Super Bowl? Yes. Bill O'Brien on J.J. Watt playing more. We'll see how the week goes. Uh, how did you think he did? He disrupted uh, the Bills a little bit. He got a sack, too. He had one big play in the game, which was the sack. at 16 nothing. that uh, the Texans kind of fired them up. And uh, that was the drive then after that where Watson went down the field and got it to 16-8. Um, you know, look, he when he's on the field, he's going to be accounted for. I mean, you got you have to account for him. You just have to. He's... One of the premier players. Uh, here we go. Um, Brian Beluga practicing remains in concussion uh, protocol. I don't know about you, but I always feel like that guy's injured. Beluga. Remember, like, last year he was out the whole season? Yeah, I mean, he, he gets from time to time. Pete Carroll wants to see Marshawn Lynch do more in the game uh, uh, yeah, in Green Bay. wouldn't like to see that. The guy basically was on the street for a year. Yeah. I mean, uh, He's washed. He's, he's only been in the building for about, what, Ten days, two weeks. But I it, mean, if there, if his job is to produce inside the five yard line, then he's done okay there. Well, right. They like last week. They gave him the ball inside the five, and he rammed it in there. So that's it. Clowney's core injury not expected to keep him from playing against the Packers. He was a force in that Another game. Another guy always hurt, but yes, he was a force. Uh, the Packers and Cowboys won't meet until twenty twenty one at the earliest, so we can see Mike McCarthy go against the Packers. Who cares? Tom Brady suffered a foot injury in December. Now they're going to start making the excuses for why he was terrible. Another injury? Kiko Alonso tore another ACL in the Saints loss. That guy's another been guy, around. Unfortunately, who has been hurt a lot. If Jalen Hurts falls in the 2020 NFL draft in Vegas, the Steelers shouldn't think twice. Do you think the Steelers should go get Jalen Hurts? I mean, they don't have a first-round pick, right? They traded that to Miami. Right. So. It would be in the second or third, whatever. Right. Uh, Steelers need help in a, in a couple places, don't they? I think they need all kinds of help. On the offensive side of the ball? On everything. Like, they couldn't even get a first down against the Jets. But I think that that quarterback is something they're going to look for because, as we talked about after the season was over, I don't think the two guys they got behind Roethlisberger right now are the answer. They're a disaster, the and he's he's uh, old man River. And his elbow's shot. Tyler in Knoxville, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty, how you doing tonight? Hanging in, buddy. You got a double of J-Mo that I could get up back there? We keep a big, giant a guzzler of J-Mo in the hizzy. Shake out. Perfect. Thank you. I wanted to ask you real quick about the Preds, and I'll hop off. But what do you think about the firing of LaViolette? Do you think that's as short-sighted as I do? I found it absolutely ridiculous. I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate you. Have a great night. Yeah, I don't. I, look, they were not playing well. They were not doing well. They were not responding to him anymore. Uh, their run ended when the Penguins beat him in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, and everybody thought they would bounce right back and get there. It didn't happen for them. It didn't happen for Vegas. It didn't happen for San Jose. I'm telling you, there's something about losing in the finals that takes a toll on you. Um, I think that he's a, a good coach. I think he'll surface again. 
But uh, they immediately hired John Hines, who was just nothing but a disaster in New Jersey. He was but they think but a he's a really good year. coach. Here's the one thing that, you know, if you're New Jersey, you know, you could look bad on this, only because it's so rare that to watch a guy that you just fired, you know, a month later in season get hired by another team, you don't see that very often. Right. And the guy gets a job a month later. It doesn't make you look great. Kind of like maybe he wasn't the problem. People think he's a good coach. What you know? That's kind of the questions that get asked at that point. But you have to admit the Devils sucked. Look, they they had a very bad first two and a half months of the season. But I also don't think that they're that great. You know, I I know they made a couple of splashy moves. They're very young. But they, I don't know if their talents there, and they're playing in a division like we were talking about earlier. I mean. Three of the top five teams of the league are in that division. There's a lot of, you know, it, they're not exactly playing in an easy division. Yeah, it's brutal. Johnny in Dallas on the ticket. Hey, Scotty, how you doing? Can hey. I get a shot of bullets? Can we get him a shot there, a shot of beer? Shake out. There you go. Uh, awesome. So I, I have some reservations about Mike McCarthy. I don't know if Jerry Jones is really going to let him coach. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that he let uh, Jason Garrett uh, coach you guys into the gutter. So I think he'll let Mike McCarthy, who went to eight straight playoff uh, seasons and um, you know nine of ten years in the playoffs and a Super Bowl win, I think he's a little bit better uh, than Jason Garrett. So you need to have another shot in a beer and forget about uh, you're worried about Mike McCarthy. He's a better coach. That's all there is to it. Uh, Jason Garrett never did anything. Mike McCarthy's done it all. So, and, and I don't want to hear it. Oh, it's because of Aaron Rodgers. Well, I thought you guys liked Dak Prescott so much, if, and they have the number one offense, and they still didn't win. Who do you blame that on? Garrett didn't win, and they put up with it for what? How long was he there? 12 years or something? 10 years? I mean, my God. He never got it done. Uh, Mike McCarthy got it done every year. And everybody says it's because of Rodgers. So what? He was with Montana, Young, Favre, Rodgers. The guy knows how to coach. That's all there is to it. Your boy didn't do anything. I guess he was nice. People liked him because he was nice. Mario and Callie. Mario. How you doing? Hey, dude. What's happening? Man, bro, for you a shot. Here you go. Thank you. I got you a shot here, man. I love you. Don't say nothing about that. Yeah, it's difficult. So, how about you feel about this Saturday? Niners, Vikings. Let's go. There you go. Uh, thanks. I, I got about 1% of that. I think you'd like to get your thoughts on the Niner Viking game on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough. A... It was definitely tough for him to get to the finish line there. <laughs> I mean, it's been. Clearly an evening for Mario. but Mario um, had it going on. But I think that uh, he was trying to get to the— I think the Niners are going to be hard to beat in uh, Santa Clara. Uh, and they had a, they've been lying in the, in the weeds waiting, and they're in good shape, and they got a really good football team. I thought they—that uh, win in New Orleans this year and the game they gave Baltimore, I think they might be the most dangerous team in it. I really do believe that. So we'll see if they can live up to it, the hype. Got a good coach, good quarterback, really good running game, really good receivers, really good defense. And they got a defensive coordinator that gets on TV more than Wink Martindale. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. 
All right, Mafia. The Red Sox used alleged replay room to steal signs in the 2018 World Series championship season. Anonymous people who were with the Red Sox, uh, the Athletic reported that uh, Boston players would visit the replay room to decipher their opponent's sign sequence and then relay the info to the dugout. Someone from the dugout would then allegedly communicate with a base runner who would use body movements to relay pitcher information to the batter. They have said they've been made aware of the allegations and they're taking the allegations seriously and will fully cooperate with baseball as they investigate the matter. The use of the video room for sign stealing, which one Red Sox source described to the athletic as cheating, was a practice only uh, during the 2018 regular season. Sure. Like, I believe that. Like, I believe that about as much as I believe that they'll fully cooperate with the investigation. When someone's investigating you for cheating, <laughs> what are you going to do? And now that's twice. You're going to lie through your teeth. That's two teams now that Alex Cora was involved with in a leadership role that are being investigated for cheating. 2017, he was the bench coach for Houston. 2018, he became the manager for the Red Sox. Right. Some pattern developing here that's going to be pretty bad for him. What do you think is going to happen to the Astros and Red Sox when the a hammer drops? Because isn't this guy Manfred going to try to show his power? Well, the Astro hammer is going to drop first. I mean, this Red Sox thing is just starting. Right. Um, they claim it's going to be severe for the people that were involved. And it's so hard and tricky because this all happened when they were with the Astros, and there's guys who are going to be involved in this that are now with other organizations. Mainly the one guy who keeps getting brought up is Carlos Beltran. I mean, he's the manager of the Mets now. I, I get it. You want to punish Beltran. So what, for now him. the Mets are going to cheat? No. <laughs> what I'm saying is is the Mets are going to, there's a possibility maybe, get unfairly punished for this whole Houston thing because Beltran's the manager of the Mets now. And if they want to lay a hammer on Beltran for his involvement, that's going to screw the Mets. Then he might Mets. not be able How to is manage. that fair to the Mets? I mean, I guess you blame that. You, you hired the guy knowing he might be involved in this. I mean, who? Who knows, but that's it's going to be very interesting to see what they do, uh, especially you know with all the people that were involved in this thing. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, the Bulls guard Zach Levine and John ja Moran of the Grizzlies both invited to the dunk contest. I'd, uh, you know, I want to see it, actually. I like the uh, people possibly that are going to be in this thing, especially if Dwight Howard's back in it. Will he reprise his Superman role? Remember when he used to dunk with the Superman cape on? Derek Jones of the Heat is going to compete in the dunk contest as well, and no one cared. Uh, anyway, uh, all we do is find reasons for guys not to work. This is a story about uh, load management again and how NBA executives are livid. All we do is find reasons for guys not to work. It's getting absurd. And the younger the league gets, which will happen even more when the draft rule changes, it's going to have an even greater negative impact. In what world are you not expected to go to work every day? Back when it was Patrick Ewing standing in a garbage can of ice water, there were no days off. But now you have physical therapists and acupuncturists and masseuses and deep tissue experts and dry needlers. Now suddenly you have guys who can't go through a half uh, an hour or an hour practice and play a game the next day. It's a joke. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Uh, these organizations have become so big that the territory, 
I guess, uh, in these departments influences these decisions. The GMs and everybody else has to back up uh, the players with uh, the agents because you don't want to get in a situation where the player says, if I don't get a couple of days off, I need to go get a second opinion on that ankle. Basically, what is it going to come down to if you're completely relying on the player's integrity to know whether or not they need a break? Uh, Damian Lillard said, when you love to play, you play. People give Kawhi a lot of uh, shack for playing every other game, but I feel like if he's dealing with something where he's playing when he's feeling healthy enough to play, so it depends. He might have an injury that he shouldn't be playing with, and he's playing through something. He's managing it to the best of his ability. How does my ass sound? That guy never plays. He takes off more days than anyone on earth. Except for my old boss. Bottom line is guys take off t- too much time. I mean, guys don't even, they're not even injured they're taking off. Absolute they just, joke, they, the NBA. They just need a rest, right? Absolute joke. Do they do that in the NHL? No. These guys play every night. Correct. There's no load management in the NHL. Greg and Charlotte, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty. We love you here. You, you guys rock. Thank you. Um, real quick, um, I'll get off the air. I know you're up against Hey, the, the Baylor coach here, um, just tell us a little bit about him. I'm, we're not familiar with him here. Um, and what, what do you think some more pieces uh, Panthers need to, you know, contend again? I know it's, it's been a while since they've been on the map. Well, I think that uh, he, you know, he coached. He's, he's done it all. He's coached in the NFL. He's coached in college at Temple at Baylor. He's a winner. Uh, the guy's won wherever he's gone. Uh, he turned Baylor into a national power this year that didn't get any respect, but they won all these games. Then they lost to Georgia in the Sugar Bowl or whatever it was. And um, now he's going to make $9 million a year, and he's your coach for the next seven years. Even if they fire him, they're going to pay him for seven years. $60 million plus. He can make $70 million with incentives. So the guy's really intense. I mean, he's real crazy. Like, he gets all worked up. I mean, the guy sweats like a, a pig uh, when he's coaching. The guy gets – it looks like he's going to have a conniption. But I think he's very intense. I think you're going to like him. Um, and I don't think uh, – you know, I think they need, um, again, to build their defense again uh, to where they had it with Keekley and a bunch of guys that, that could stop anybody uh, because I felt like uh, their problem – you know, they certainly don't have a problem with McCaffrey – I think Cam Newton will come back. I think their offense will be fine. I think they could use some good receivers again. And I think they need defense again because I think Keekley's like playing by himself, right? Fair enough, Carver High? Yeah, and, and Keekley, you know, he's getting up there now. And too. banged up. He banged up a lot. He, he's had some concussion history as well. Yeah, they need to add pieces on D. They have a couple of explosive players on offense. Got to see if Cam comes back healthy. This isn't a team that's going to win three games next year. I mean, they, they have some pieces to win. Right. Pistons and Blake Griffin uh, has undergone knee surgery, facing an extended rehab. He's done. It's unbelievable how that guy's career uh, with all these injuries. Uh, Gerard in Boston on EEI. You're on the bench. Hey. Gerard. Oh, yeah. Hey. hey. What's I'm happening? Sorry. You're on. What's up? broke up. Uh, <laughs> My fault. So go ahead. Uh, Let's do this, bro. 
All right, all right, we're doing it. All right. Uh, so no, well, number one, I just want to uh, thank Pharrell's. Uh, actually, I was. Uh, I've I've always looked up to you, and uh, that's the number one thing I want to say is I've always looked up to you. Well, thank I've you, buddy. To be on the radio. I appreciate it. Stuff like that. Uh, so uh, my question is um, about the Pats. All right. Uh, I'm from Boston, so don't hate me too much. Right. <laughs> I don't hate anybody. <laughs> so, uh, so I was wondering, do you put any blame on Kraft, Belichick, Brady, and how that manner goes for you? Right? It's impossible. You... It's impossible to blame them, uh, in my view, with the success they've had over the last 20 years and all the Super Bowl trips and all the Super Bowl rings and all the glory and all the happiness uh, and all the success that they've brought uh, Boston and New England. I mean, this has been one of the greatest runs in the history of sports. And all they've done is bring incredible joy and passion and excitement and vigor to the uh, area and to the whole state and to New England and in, and in Boston and, and everywhere around there. You know, Rhode Island, everywhere. They love them. I mean... Uh, Kraft, Belichick, Brady can do no wrong. I mean, bottom line is all good things must come to an end at some point or another. I mean, my God, is nine Super Bowls not enough for you? Six Super Bowl rings not enough for you? I mean, who are you going to blame? Blame your mother. I mean, uh, it ended. You know, these things, it's like anything else, like, you know, divorce. It always ends ugly. These, these relationships, these teams, these coaches, these players, these careers, it always ends differently than you expect or that you want. You want it to end a certain way, right? And I'm sure everybody in Boston wants everything to end perfectly for your team, but it ended perfectly for everyone else. You understand? So everyone else enjoyed watching you lose, and then you guys didn't enjoy the way it ended. Too bad. Yeah, and look, um, nobody's going to be shedding a tear uh, when the Patriots lose, if you're not a Patriot fan, obviously. and with all Most those... people hope they lose again next year. Right, well, that's the thing, you know. They've done so much winning for 20 years that as far as I'm concerned, a lot of people, like, they could go 25 years and not win again, and, I, and you really shouldn't have to hear anything from anybody up there. You've had so much winning. But that's not how it is. But can you guys at least, like, maybe go two or three years if they start losing and just not uh, yeah. complain about it? I doubt it, though. Uh, here's one for you, uh, Carver High. Uh, the, the Penguins co-owner, my friend Ron Burkle, who I've worked for and I know, that is the co-owner with Mario Lemieux the Penguins, his son, his 27-year-old son, Andrew, was found dead in Beverly Hills uh, today. That is just horrible news. I feel awful hearing uh, that story. That just does not sound good at all. And Man City beat Man U in the Carabao uh, Cup, the first leg right there, the 3-1 today. I watched the game on ESPN+. Plus. Your boy DeBrunner had a goal. He's, he's a badass. D.C. United hold talks with Luka Modric's reps. We're trying to get that guy. He's a great player. Modric is an excellent player. He plays uh, on Real Madrid now. Yes, and he's 34 now, so he's getting to about that age where uh, some of these guys come over and, and cash and out a little retirement. Who's this new uh, NYCFC coach, Ronnie D uh, Delia? Yeah, he coached at Celtic. Um, we'll see. Good hire. It's MLS. I mean, That's your team, though, isn't whatever. it? Yeah, but, I mean, come on. Liverpool has confirmed Nike will become the club's official kit supplier. They call them kits? Yes, that's what it's called over there. What is that, your boots? 
The whole outfit. The whole outfit. The whole kit. Kit and caboodle. Miracle on Ice reunion. Guess what? It's going to be in Vegas when we're there. When we're there? When we're there. Are you kidding me? No. It's in. Uh, it's taking place February 21st and 22nd in Las Vegas to relive the miracle. Oh, we got to talk to somebody about that. We got to get in on that. Carver High, start investigating. Uh, it kicks off uh, the 48th anniversary weekend. Kicks off a two-hour Vegas Golden Knights season ticket holder event at the Brooklyn Bowl on February 21st, Friday night. We got to look into that. We got to talk to somebody about that. Get the podcast to the show and uh, drink beer. For Carver High and Mafia, I'm Pharrell. Good night to all of the children. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.